Welcome to Grand X Studios from the city that always sleeps, Austin, Texas. This is Backdoor Cover, the most underrated sports podcast in the greater Pluto area. I'm your host, Dan Jester, and I am joined, as always, with Ross Bowen. Hello, Daniel. What's up, Lovely man? to be here with you today. Did you say Pluto? The greater Pluto area. Oh. And that other voice you hear is Dylan Shivery. Hello, everybody. Glad to be here. Pluto noted non-planet, right? Are we in the Pluto area, though? I think it's kind of far. Uh, we're the general area. Technically, same, same galaxy. Yeah, we're in the we're in the area. Yeah, I still consider Pluto a planet. I That's do, just me. I do. I do too. I don't. I don't know, know, know enough about planets and galaxies. I think it's technically a moon now. You know how we were taught, like when we were little kids. You know, Pluto's one of the planets, and then at some point, like ten years ago, they said, "Oh, never mind. It turns out it's just a ball of gas or something like that." No, no, it's a rock. Oh, for sure. Well, you can't just turn. Now it's a star or it's a moon. moon. I think I, it's a you moon. You can't just turn a planet into something else. It's I think too it's pretty late. cold at, on Pluto. I guess it's far from the sun. Yeah. That's all I know about it, and it's small. Sure. It's also a Disney dog. It is. Yeah. Good dog. Not so great planet, if you can't even classify it as one. Trash planet. Probably the worst planet. Arguably. Yeah. So today in sports history, August 1st. New month. My mom's birthday, by the way. Happy birthday. Shout out to Rosemary. Happy, Happy birthday. Happy birthday, Rosemary. We all love you. We do. Well, back in 1936, guess what happened on August thir- August 1st? Adolf Hitler opened up the 11th Olympic Games in Berlin. People forget this. That they had a uh, Olympics before we had World War II? We had a Nazi Olympics pre-full-blown World War II. And we just kicked their Nazi asses. It was a very weird situation. Where the rest of the world was probably starting to figure out, like, there's something off here. And then, uh, that was that. Were they the original dopers? Weren't there Nazis throwing up the Heil Hitler in the fucking, oh, yeah. on the podium and shit? Like, oh, yeah. this was a serious problem. It's not cool. What, what year was it, was it? Was it 1936? Was Jesse Owen that threw up the, the fist? Oh, yeah. yeah, and then well, Jesse well. Owens put up the black power fist that's not what happened but that was later on i believe (laughs) that was in the 70s no 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 no. no. there was only one olympic games pre-2010 and that's where all these things happened yeah uh but jesse owens did did smoke some germans in front of hitler muhammad ali was carrying the torch same olympic games that was 96 but sure yeah how do you know these off the top of your head 96 was was atlanta i'm impressed there's a bomb i know that yeah i know about the atlanta games three very quick Date pulls by Micah that I'm impressed by, but it Thank was you. it was Jesse Owens that yeah, but, smoked a bunch of not a bunch of Nazis. But no yeah, one's after checking. Hitler, we don't know that like black people were in numbers or, or something. So yeah. did he single handedly just us kicking Nazi asses? Did that is that what caused them to invade Poland? I don't. Is that what kicked I, off? I World think War II? they were already on in route to uh, doing everything that they did. But did that get the wheels turning? I'm not sure that Hitler, after an Olympic beatdown, was like, "Well, that's it. We have to do away with the Jews." That's not how it went down. No, no. He already had those thoughts. He had those thoughts already. I, th- I don't think it was sports related. Okay. Hitler doesn't strike me as a sports guy. Right? Yeah. Well, he, he fell out of art school. Nobody. Or he didn't get accepted. To I art think school. he got pretty into the Olympics, though, when they hosted them. Like, yeah, he was like, pro- I mean, well, if you think you've got the dominant race or whatever. He was like, yeah, we're going to, you know, flex our, our dominance our Aryan, over the rest of the world. Our Aryan muscles. And it turns out, you know, white guys really aren't that athletic. Yeah, they ended up getting dragged. Turns out white guys. Not the best at sports. At sports, no, and some other things, but definitely sports. But we didn't really know that in 1936 because I mean we well, never really competed against each some other. Some people knew. 
Yeah. White people probably had Jesse Owens yet. knew. I'm glad I wasn't around for this time period. The, things were things were weird, man. You may, I mean, you may you have gone to war, Billy. You think they're weird now? Mid depression. Oh, I would have got smoked. Yeah. Yeah, I'd be I'd be donezo. But yeah, if you think things are weird now, just think about then. Think about that. I don't want to think about it, man. Nah. Let it marinate. Then 1963, we have Arthur Ashe, who became the first African American tennis player to be named on the U.S. Davis Cup team. I guess that's their like Ryder Cup in tennis. tennis. Significantly more uh, forward thinking than other sports. Sixty three was that's not bad. For so, I wouldn't say significantly. That's pretty late. I feel like, well, it's right in the the midst of yeah. Like, never the mind. Civil Baseball rights. integrated before. Yeah, I that. take that back. Never mind. Cancel. Cancel yeah. my compliment of <laughs> tennis. Nineteen eighty seven. Mike Tyson becomes the first boxer to hold all three major heavyweight belts. Was that? Was like late eighties, early nineties, prime Tyson. Was that when he was just cold cocking people? Yeah. Fights were in. He was in the scariest seconds. man on the planet. Yeah, those. If you go, if you've never, if you're younger and you've never gone back and watched uh, Mike Tyson YouTube footage, just type in Mike Tyson knockouts and spend spend twenty minutes watching the YouTube video. It's fucked up. Yeah, he was a scary dude. It looks like a movie, like fake. He goes out and just like one punch kills people. It's disturbing. I mean, other people that fought him looked like they saw a ghost. Yeah. As soon as he it, stepped in the ring. It, it was so fast and so strong. And, of course, would go on to later bite part of Evander Holyfield's ear off in the ring. Yeah, and then he also had a big portion of his career uh, put on halt because he went to jail. Prison. For, I think, rape. Yeah. So People forget that. that I didn't forget that. People, people do forget people, that, People overlook though. that. Rapists. Not okay in my book, just for the record. But people love Iron Mike. They think it's hilarious. I don't think people love him. I, I, I think he is tolerated. He I think is the most well-liked yeah. convicted rapist he, he's in, a beloved in American man history. And I'm aware think, of. Yeah, he currently. was in The Hangover. But I, I wouldn't call him a well-liked individual. That's probably true. His, Iron routine. Mike will be on like Jimmy Kimmel and shit. Yeah. Here's where that I... That doesn't I, make uh, him well-liked. He's famous and people tolerate his existence. Yeah, it's but, like, oh, he's, but, he's, he's Iron Mike. But... People are aware that he's a convicted rapist. But to Micah's point, name another convicted rapist that's invited no, on Kimmel. No, I, his point is accurate. I'm saying that doesn't make him just being the most well liked rapist, like you know, like, <laughs> like the tallest midget in the room. You know, you're not exactly a tall dude. I mean, it's right the same. I mean, Kobe wasn't. You even know what convicted. I'm saying? It doesn't make him well still, liked. Kobe wasn't even convicted, and he was still he's still less liked than Mike Tyson. No, no, he's not. <laughs> No, he's not. I think not. Mike Tyson's more likable than Kobe Bryant. Mike, I'd love to see what Mike's no, Q score is. Yeah, I, dude, Mike. We is should not, find out. He's not a smart man, but he knows he what knows rape what, is. He knows what rape is. <laughs> I, oh no! This is where I, I point out, and people <laughs> are going to come fuck? after me that Mike hired his personal tax attorney to represent him in a rape case, yep. uh, which. The apparently the evidence is a little shaky. A little shaky. He was convicted, and it is his fault for hiring the wrong attorney for a criminal case. You mean hiring a non-attorney? Well, he hired his tax attorney. Ah, well, yeah, that's who had never whole... defended anyone in a criminal courthouse. Look, it, to, so in they... Mike's defense, though, no pun intended. You, how's he supposed to know that a tax attorney can't defend you in a criminal court case? How's he supposed to know that? He went to law school. Yeah, I mean, come on. He knows the gist. It's Mike. He sees attorney. He's like, oh, fuck it. I, I hired this guy. He's not smart. But we are not a pro. We are anti-rape. Very anti-rape. Very, very you know, anti-rape. I've never heard Need of to make that, that clear. I've never heard of a pro-rape podcast. Do you think there are? I bet there's one or two out there. It wouldn't shock me. They don't get much run. I wonder if they do numbers. They don't do numbers. <laughs> I hope on the not. low. <laughs> Just low key. There's like a. Only rapist listen. Look, it shouldn't be funny. 
sometimes you have to laugh to keep from crying. And really Mike Tyson There's is nothing a funny about rape. Yeah. No. And then totally related, in 2010, Stuart Appleby shoots a 59 in the final round to win the Greenbrier. Who? Stuart, Stuart Appleby. Appleby. Something I, I will never name do. you haven't heard in a bet while. Bet he had in the 50s. cool-ass pants, I bet. 59. Shooting a 59 final round, that I think that's like the only time that's been done. If I shot a 59, that, I would give up true. all my worldly possessions and wander the earth for the remainder of my time here. That seems like a weird move. 59, dude? If I shoot 99, I'm psyched. Yeah, you That's should be. 40 strokes lower. 40. 40. 40 golf swings and or putts. Wow. Wow. Yeah, I'd, I'd be psyched. Isn't it weird that in golf, the better you are, the less you play in a given round? It's like you only strike the ball 59 times. Right. But you do it like 115? No, 100. Okay. Isn't that weird? Last three rounds I played, I shot 100 like, oh, I on played, the dot. I Isn't played twice weird? as much golf as you did today when we played the same round. Yeah, you shot a 50? Yeah. Uh-huh. 59. Yeah. No, I'm just... Uh, I've shot 100 my last three rounds. I want that to be... The best is you can clear. have more strokes on the green than you did to get to the green. Yeah. Yeah. That Easily. Yeah. In fact... Yeah. Pretty much every time I've gotten green in regulation, I three-putt, like, without fail. You just set your watch to it? Ross is going to three-putt. Well, I just... It's three, a tough game, man. It's, it's hard. Golf's hard. Yeah. Uh, so we want to get your uh, feedback, guys, you listeners. Micah, uh, can you give them a little bit more details on what survey.grandexmedia.com is? Sure. Yeah, check it out, survey.grandexmedia.com. We're uh, working to make these shows better, and we're trying to find out a little bit more about the people that listen to them just so we can tailor them to what you like and uh, work with uh, people that that you enjoy. It's very important to us that you fill this out. Yeah, it takes like two minutes. Yeah, Survey.grandexmedia.com. It helps us out tremendously. We want more information about our audience so that we can do a better job of... Demographics. Yeah, finding advertisers that make sense for you guys and, and so we're not reading some random shit that you don't want to hear about. Or It, it just... It, this is better for everyone. I assure you. You Give trust, that URL again? You what trust us. Survey.grandexmedia.com. Check it out. Represent... Uh, backdoor cover. It's completely anonymous. You don't have to open an incognito window or whatever. I mean, you can if you want, I suppose. You probably already have one open. Yeah, you do because you're jacking it. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Because you're cranking it. Yeah. Yeah. That's but, what I'm saying. you know, it takes, I don't know, how long does it take? Two minutes, says Micah. Two minutes, apparently. I, we're not allowed to take it, so I can't, I don't know. I haven't we taken haven't it. Taken. But I honestly don't even know what it asks. It could be about, like, penis size. It's not. Very, okay. Yeah, I can confirm it. We'll not ask for your penis size. It's like, because I, I don't know how that would help us. It's like know? one to two inches, four to six inches. There's like different, you know, you click one of the bubbles. Yeah. Anyway, please Qu fill it out. There's questions about testicles? There's not. Okay. So we're 24 days away from the college football season, guys. It's can't August. Come soon it can't come soon enough. It's less than a month, according to my calculations. It is less than a month. So I figured we'd start out with a little college football talk. Does I'm that down. mean in August we have college football? Yeah. There are yeah, I believe the first Thursday is August thirtieth. Because you know the game is usually start on Thursday. Holy shit. According to this uh, NCAA college football season clock, the first game is Saturday twenty fifth, uh at oh, one thirty. Saturday. Okay. Yeah. So who's gonna yeah, be good at, at college football this year? Is it, I I'm guessing Alabama. Dude, we're not getting into that yet. Oh. I mean, but for you're probably on, you're probably line. spot on though. Sir. Yeah. It's probably going to be Alabama. I Just bet that Nick Saban's got something else up his sleeve, you know. <laughs> to follow up with Dave or with Dan, there are actually five. Or no, I'm sorry, there are four college football games uh, the Saturday 
The 25th? The 25th. Duquesne versus UMass. Prairie View A&M versus Rice. Hawaii <laughs> at Colorado State. And yes. Wyoming and New Mexico okay. State. So There's always that it, Hawaii game. Does it not bum you out But it's not do at this? Hawaii. This is trash. Why do they do this? Okay, this is not how you get people excited for no. football. Schedule some badass marquee yes. matchup. And just get everyone a big college football bonus. Makes... Sorry for hitting the table. I get them nope. all excited. Give me that. No, what are you doing? Prairie View A and M and Rice, dude. What nobody, the fuck? nobody wants to watch these games. No and offense to my Rice boys out there. I love y'all. Every year, every, they know. They, they know. They know. Every year. No, this is us dipping our toes in. No, that's not how this no. works. So every, I want It'd be like if they were like, "All right, your favorite show is coming back. Game of Thrones is coming back." But the first episode. It's just going to be shit characters that you've never seen before and you don't care about uh, doing things. And we'll get to the main no, characters. That's exactly later. what it is. No, I want you to grab ridiculous. my attention. I think yeah. Vikings did this where the, the first episode was like a recap of the season prior. That's such a... Yeah. <laughs> the only ones excited for these matchups are gamblers. That's it. Which but even gamblers. Like even as a... Ga I'm, I'm still like, dude, it's less fun because I know I'm going to like... This is just me flipping a coin. I'm betting on a bunch of teams with a bunch fair, of players fair. I don't know anything about. There are also 12 games on Thursday, August 30th. Uh, none of them are good. The, like there, It would be one thing if there was um, one good game, except for Dan's UCF Knights facing uh, defending their national championship against UConn. That's not a good game, If though. that doesn't get you tangled. Although that is that might be the best That's the best one I've heard so far. That's a civil it, conflict. At least I the, know both the schools. Yeah, no. the best one is Alabama, probably... Louisville? I believe uh, that's opening weekend. Yeah, but that's not Thursday. The Dude. other best Thursday game is Northwestern versus Purdue, a Big Ten game in week one. Purdue's going to be sneaky this air year. Air jerk. Every yeah, year. Yeah, air jerk is Every right. year. <laughs> they're like, oh, man, college football actually starts on this Saturday, and there's five games. And then you read the five games, and you're like, Dude, that's like, not the start really of start? college football. That's just a bunch of random losers all running around in a circle. There like are that. also a bunch of games on Friday the 31st. And it makes no sense because trash on Saturday, I'm, here for it. I'm sure there are a few like, Actually, Colorado, games Colorado State. that are in the same time slot that they could just move one up. Like, hey, here you go. Enjoy this one. You give, just give us something, for fuck's Whatever. sake. Whatever. I'm over it. All right, well, our opening story today is the Florida Gator frying pan incident. Have you guys, you guys heard about this? You hear about this? Um, a little bit. Yeah, I'm vaguely familiar with what happened. I just know that a, a, some players showed up to crack skulls. Yeah, so uh, details in a video actually came out the other day. Uh, so a little background on the story. Devontae Zachary, a.k.a. Taybang, is a local Gainesville gambler. He said his, he originally had a good relationship with Florida players and would give them discounts on Enterprise Rent-A-Cars, but things soured when the team started losing. Hold on. What was his nickname? His nickname was Tay Bang. That is a badass nickname. Local Gainesville gambler. Also, that's not a profession. Local Gainesville <laughs> gambler. So if, if Tay Bang is on the news, you know how they put like a bar underneath your name that says your profession, like restaurateur or whatever. With him, it would just say local Gainesville gambler? I, I believe so, yeah. Wow. Not even professional. Local. Just local. <laughs> like, am I a local Austin gambler? Like, he's not even a bookie. He's a gambler. I don't want to be a podcast host. I want to be a local Austin gambler. <laughs> and please refer to me as such henceforth. Uh, so things started heating up when they got into a playful argument with three UF players at Rain Nightclub back in February. Over the next few weekends, Taybang's boys were jumped and police had to confront a large group of loud, agitated men wearing Gators colors and emblems in Zachary's neighborhood. Wow. Who's Zachary? Uh, Taybang. Oh, Taybang. Yeah. 
Uh, things simmered down until May when players recognized Taybang on campus, started throwing rocks at his car, started chasing the man down with frying pans and assault-style airsoft rifles. They, uh, they actually even painted the orange tips black so it appeared to be real guns oh see you can't do that this that's is, how you get yourself shot by the this police is, this is so stupid this is just boys being boys this is so stupid did, did they pound on this dude Taybang? um they, they were going for it he, he got away though uh right, but and then this, on, is, this is good old, of course you fuck with your local gainesville gambler on july 4th florida wide receiver uh tyree cleveland was knocked out by Taybang's friend at rain nightclub seems like rain nightclub's not the place to go this is such a florida story <laughs> Rain nightclub. There's a Sounds. rain. There's a rain in Austin. There's a rain in every. That's bad a gay city. club in Austin, isn't it? It is a homosexual establishment. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know that. That's good to know. I, yeah. I guess. But uh, back to the story. Taybang refused to give up his friend to police. Uh, since then, Taybang says he fears for his life and receives daily threatening calls and texts. Yo, uh, maybe you should have made your name Taybang. <laughs> Players told him there's money behind this, and Taybang believes there's a price on his head. Okay, so is the idea here that Taybang was buddies with players and trying to get them to shave points and or tip him off on what they thought the game was going to go? How, what's the deal? Uh, he was boys with a few of the players, and yeah, I, feel, I believe kind of the underlying the, tone to what the story was, so what, is... Was he going up to like his boys that were on the team and being like, yo, y'all got to cover four? And they'd be like, yeah, we're going to cover four. And, and then last year and he'd they bet the line, And then they didn't cover four. So the next time he saw him, he'd be like, yo, what the fuck happened? I thought you were going to cover. That seems like a local gambler move. Doesn't it? But yeah. it also seems like the stupidest souring of a relationship ever. Just if you're Taybang, you've got to know better than to go chastise the guys for not covering and stop betting on them because they clearly suck ass. Taybang also claims that some of the players have blood connections. Uh, but this has nothing to do with the gang affiliated beef. Now you mean blood, like like bloods Crips and Crips, and bloods bloods, and Crips not yeah. like Blood Brothers or uh, whatever. I think even Aaron Hernandez back in the day, his Florida days, I believe he was a he's a blood where he had blood connections. He was a lot of things. Yeah. Um, I'm glad no one says that about me. Like, yeah, Dylan's cool, but he's got. I'm pretty sure he's a blood. He might be a blood. He might have blood connections. Is yeah. that how, is that how they roll at UF though? You know how like a lot of football players are Omega Sci-Fi's right. at UF. Maybe they just become bloods. I don't know. That doesn't seem like the move or the cultural uh, reputation you want as a university. Probably I thought, not. I thought the Bloods and the Crips, like gang activity in general, is kind of a uh, like phasing out. No, it's what? not. No, dude. I thought, and they were hot in the '90s and stuff. But I thought they were kind of like, yeah, let's just stop doing gangs now. It's just. <laughs> <laughs> you thought they had a meeting where they were like, you know what, guys, this is silly. Yeah, it just you know it phased out. Why are we selling all this crap? Like, let's just let's stop. We're, we're destroying our community. <laughs> We're tearing this community apart. Let's stop being let's gangs. Because you yeah, can still, like, help rebuild you can still like deal drugs and, and carry guns and stuff without, without, being being a, a gang. without being affiliated with a certain group. <laughs> they saw LeBron James like building the school, and they're like, you know what? That's the move we right got to be better. Yeah, yeah no. I, I think there's, LeBron, I think though. they're still around, dude. I'm okay, pretty well, sure they're still around. Which, we don't endorse gang activity. We don't. I You don't, maybe. I, I'm not going to say anything one we way or the other. We also don't want to condone gang activity either because we don't want them coming after us listen sure i'm not saying don't do gangs i'm not i'm just saying uh don't hurt the kids you know we let the kids <laughs> yeah Back another story coming out of kids. college football is uh former michigan and current ucla quarterback wilton spate recently came out and said that jim harbaugh pulled him aside early on in ann arbor and told him that 
if he eats chicken, not to eat chicken because it's a nervous bird. This is so peak like football coach mentality. Harbaugh believes some type of sickness is injected into uh, the human population when they begin eating white meat instead of beef or pork. Yeah, I'm, I'm, everybody knows Harbaugh's a weirdo, and he's a conspiracy theory type of dude. I think right? I might be buying in. But this is a this is the, probably the thing that he said that makes the most sense to me. This turned like my whole life on its head because, I, as you know, I eat like a rotisserie chicken every day. Think about it. All, there's different farmers, uh, Native American tribes that believe the more at peace and calm an animal is, the better the the cut of meat. Right? That's a thing. Right. And chickens. Why would that not apply to chickens? They're fucking freaking out all the time. Next yeah. thing you know, you're eating them. Wouldn't you be freaking out? Doesn't some form of fear pass through their meat into your body? I'm with Harbaugh. I don't think so. I'm with Harbaugh. I'm with you. Do you know what they do? Uh, I'm having chicken. Do you know how Kobe beef is made? Like what they do to the cows? Don't they massage the cows? Do you know, Bill? No. So they basically spend their entire lives suspended off the ground so that they never walk. <laughs> and so their muscles never get any exercise, basically. And that's what makes them super fucking tender. And they feed them like rich, like grains and barley and well, like shit with an like IV that. or like a they just like a no, straw they just, I mean they don't eat you know grass they, cow straw they eat real shit they feed them beers too beer beer too yeah like the the hops and the barley and these the cows shit. are just getting fucked up how their are they life. they're suspended in like these big harnesses that keep them off the ground they well, spend like their lives a in. farm filled with harnesses it's now? honestly it's that's honestly pretty fucked, fucked up man yeah. that's not cool but you know it, it's it's tastes very I'll sounds like they have a pretty good life the, before it's all ended You've ever watched one of those documentaries like Food Incorporated or whatever? Yeah. I have never watched that because I don't want to... I can't It'll watch... probably turn me into a vegetarian. Yeah, and but it, it really is like... You know your boy loves meat. I What is that? What just, I know this isn't necessarily sports related, but just a short aside. What is that about the food creating process that is so like depressing if you watch it? Like just hearing that, it's like... Fuck, well, dude. because we're eating dead animals. Basically. I don't want any Kobe I mean, beef now. Factory like, farming. Fucked up. Why are we suspending animals in the air and feeding them beer so that they'll have better meat? Like, because that meat be, is bomb as fuck. Can't we just and be they happy charge with a the dick regular? Load for it. I know, but that's what I'm. It's like we just went one step too far with all this shit. Eh. I think we just evolved. We got. I think meat's cheap, man. We don't need Kobe beef. It could be a lot more expensive. Let those cows walk. <laughs> I grilled a strip last night. This is silly. It was very good. Is that well, why you're thinking about this? It wasn't Kobe, though, because I don't support that. Kobe! Although, if you put some Kobe beef in front of me, I'll, I will probably eat it. And that is how it's sports-related, because Kobe Bryant. Boom. There you All go. All comes back. Dude, Kobe's yeah. getting a bunch of mentions today. What were we talking about? Uh, Harbaugh. Oh, yeah. So, no, I, I kind of agree with that, though. It's I like... It's also... I can't tell with Harbaugh if he really believes all these things or if he enjoys fucking with his players, and I th and like he's a bit of a troll. He, I think he actually believes in this. Okay, there's it's, no way he does, dude. I think he's a genius. Nicky troll. just tries to make headlines with stupid shit because like this. He, he's an eccentric dude. I mean, he slept over at a a kicker's house. Hey, I'll tell you what. Him. I'll tell you one thing. He better start winning more ball games. I kind of enjoy the mediocrity. It's, <laughs> it's funny to me. I believe he's one in five against Ohio, Ohio against State, Ohio State well, and he, Michigan State. That was one season, Penn right? State? No, no. Is he too deep? He's like three deep. Oh, oh two, fuck. He's really? Deep, I think. I I he was either was one like, or five and, or oh and six. Yeah, something like that. He, he's not doing great against the teams he should be. Beating. He hasn't really had a quarterback <laughs> that's been great. And he's, anyway. a, he's a quarterback guru. So we'll see. 
I mean, he got. There is no such thing. I'm I still thinking. I hate coaches that get. He's got Shea that. Patterson coming in from. Uh, Why do they Ole do Miss? that, man? Why do they give you that label? I'm still thinking about those poor cows, man. <laughs> yeah, this podcast is ruined. And then our last college football story today is uh, someone broke into Scott Frost's home in huh. Nebraska and stole $165,000 worth of memorabilia. He's been what? in Nebraska for like 10 minutes, a cup of coffee, and he's already got people breaking into his house. That's not how you support your guy. What the fuck? He's new to town. He's a he's a Cornhusker hero. The prodigal son returns. Look, and this fuck? is how you return. Bloods in Nebraska don't take care, care about of sports. guys like that. You don't rob them. Blind. Wasn't there a detail like fifteen championship rings were taken? So uh, they said sixteen championships were taken, including the UCF championship ring, the national championship ring. But what, uh, what, I think another report came out and said he just misplaced those. But they stole like a Nintendo Wii and then just a bunch of like signed Damn, shoes and Scott's, autographs and it took helmets. Scott's Wii. They, they took Scott Frost's Wii. Those bloods don't give a fuck. You think it's the bloods? It's the it's clearly the in bloods. Nebraska. The Nebraska, Nebraska has a bad a bad blood. The bloods problem. don't care about football. The, they moved all the the Crips out of the area. Actually, it's just bloods. They all took I'm over. saying is the shit didn't happen in Orlando at UCF. Nobody broke into your house, Scott. Yeah, well, I, I want to know how they. First of all, have you ever had your car stolen or something like that? You ever broken had your into? house broken into for like change? So one time I went uh, back when you could still go to like border towns in Texas. We went to one and our car, our SUV got stolen after we did a bit of shopping on in, uh, in Nuevo Laredo. And when you file the police report and when you file with your insurance, you just list what you had, right? So you can get pretty generous with this shit. They're never going to find that car. Well, that's also fraud. It is. And... That's uh, uh, it's called a finesse. What I'm yeah, nobody can prove one way or the other. So I'm not saying like they, be like try. I had a gold cow with me. Like you, but you say like, you know, you add like for instance, like, I, I said I had, I had one more three hundred pounds of Kobe beef in here. Yeah, or, or I had one stolen. more pillow than I actually had. Or like, hey, there was a PlayStation Two in the trunk, or whatever the fuck. Maybe your, your shitty golf clubs got stolen. Right. You say you have a set of PX. Say you had great golf clubs, like yeah, five thousand dollars set clubs. And they they don't care. They just cough up the money, and then they uh they they get you ten years later for fraud or whatever. And that's that's you get ten years with great clubs. But point being, I always wonder when there's these robberies and they say like one hundred sixty five thousand dollars worth of shit was stolen from Scott Frost's house. It's like. Really, hundred and sixty-five thousand dollars. Always worth round of up. Nintendo Wii is one of the things mentioned, and they somehow got to one hundred and sixty-five <laughs> grand. That's a hundred and ninety dollars toy. What's a Wii go for these days? Like two hundred bucks. Really? No, I have no idea. Jesus, I, I was gonna say like. 50. I'll look it up while you talk. Okay. What do you play on Wii? Still that that bowling game? Whatever the fuck you do. Wii the, you know that's the only game they ever released. <laughs> they never made another that's one. All the one. Only one Tennis I've ever played. Too. Apparently, there's a badass Mario Kart. Well, that's tight. Yeah. I don't have one. I've, I've I've played it back when it first came out or whatever. But I think there was a Tiger Woods game. Wee. It was pretty pretty solid. Mm-hmm. Uh, we got some NBA news. Ooh. The Hit NBA announced Tuesday that MGM Resorts International will be the league's official gam- gambling partner, the first partnership of its kind with a major sports league in the United States. That's pretty this. crazy. I saw this, yeah. As part of the deal, MGM will use official NBA data on its betting platform and work with the league to detect and prevent fraud and game fixing. Sweet God, I don't think you can buy a Wii anymore uh, unless you want to pay exorbitant, exorbitant shit. You exorbitant? know why? I got a Wii. It's because back home. because the only game they had was that bowling one. Everybody got <laughs> tired of it, so they stopped making. Well, it. they're like six hundred dollars on Amazon Prime, which is insane. But yeah, this they're whole appreciated thing with, in value. <laughs> uh, maybe this whole thing with the NBA is going to get funky, and I'm I'm excited for it. Like the, the, everybody knows at this point, the number one entertaining thing about the NBA is the drama. It is no longer 
about championships. No. Because the Warriors have taken over the league. It's more yeah. like TNT. It's TNT knows drama. And this is going to create some drama. At some point, someone will get accused, whether it's a player, I doubt it will be a player, it'll likely be a member of a coaching staff or a referee, will get accused of point shaving or rigging the game because of this whole setup, and it's going to be awesome. Is it weird, though? Like, I feel like Adam Silver in the NBA, they just make all the right moves. They just look so good in comparison to every other league. They do good things, and Silver is a good commissioner, but it makes you look better when everyone else is terrible. Yeah. Like, he's really just doing... He just a, makes, like, common sense decisions. He's doing his normal yeah. job, and it makes him look like the greatest commissioner of all time because the guys to compare him to are, are busy making terrible uh, national anthem policies and just doing overall a horrible job of protecting their players. We and don't even know who the MLB commissioner is. Nobody's still. ever... Nobody nope. knows. It, it's too hard to say, but the... Yeah, it's he does a he does a good job. This was a good thing to get out in front of. It's just gonna there will be problems. Uh, the league is also seeking a royalty from each bet placed on this game, uh, as well as a say in limit limiting certain kinds of betting. Uh, gambling these provisions may prove challenging, however. Uh, so far, three states, Delaware, New Jersey, and Mississippi, have joined Nevada in legalizing sports betting. None of the laws passed. Uh, have contained the provisions that the NBA seeks. Uh, New York's proposed sports betting law contained the NBA's desired provisions and seemed poised to pass earlier this year, uh, but uh, the state's con or Senate uh, legislative session ended in June without the vote coming or the the law coming to a vote. So, is what the NBA is seeking somewhere between a percentage point two zero percent and one percent of every wager placed on specific kinds of wagers? I think and that's wager, that's yeah. where people are saying this is going to cause a problem because they believe it gives uh, incentive for collusion. Plus, somewhere every, along every the way. state's going to be different with yeah. its gambling laws. It shit doesn't matter. We're never going to get it. Well, I'm just going to keep betting illegally. Texas, There's, we're never going to. Are get we going to be like yeah, we last states? I mean, we'll you know in like uh, 2030 or something. What comes first, weed or gambling? I bet sports betting comes first because that's more of like a good old boy thing than weed. And we have, yeah, good old boys in the... Just a bunch of old, old, snobby, hats. white dudes wearing boots and cowboy hats. Do we have any tracks around here? Like horse tracks? Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. oh, yeah. North of San Antonio. What's the one on the between... It's outside of Houston. I can't remember. There's one in Maynard. What's but I think that might be just be a dog What's track. Casino Cachata? Is that in Oklahoma? I don't know. Mm. Cool. It's not in Texas, I can tell you that. Yeah, we got horse tracks, though, Dan. We got, we got actually quite a few. And you can wager there. They're, uh, that's not real gambling. That's no. that's something else. I don't know what that's it is. That's throwing money away. It's something else, though. It's it's like social charity. It, you go get fucked up and you watch horses run in a circle. They have dollar beer and hot dog night. It's at they, you, you can get real fucked well, up in full. They used to. I don't know if they still do. I bet you they still do. That's I used to go there and just spend like you know 12 bucks on beers and hot dogs. Dollar dog night? Yeah. What's the most dogs you, you knock back in a dollar dog night? I never went crazy on them. I, I, I was more into the beers, the dollar beers. Like three or four okay. is, the, is the most yeah. I've done. But then you gamble on horses, and that was yeah. Fun. Then you put like a fifty cent triple axle, whatever the fuck they're called. What are the what's the bet where you have to pick like all three? <laughs> triple axle? That's that's an ice skating trifecta. Trifecta yeah. or the superfecta. Oh, that's close. Seventeen. That's how many hot dogs I had at a Phillies game when I was seventeen once. That's fucked up. I man. think people just bet trifecta so they can dogs. say trifecta. That's fucked up. 
Horse betting is poop. Yeah. Yeah. We're going to toss the break, and then we'll be right back with uh, Dave Ruff's Combat Sports Minute. Oh, shit. Hey, what's touching base? Well, it's a podcast, Dave. Podcast, okay. It's a podcast we do. We're not real sure what it's about, but we have fun doing it. We talk about anything. Nothing is off limits. The three of us, three kings getting that gold, just talking about our lives, pulling back the curtain, being transparent, having a good time with some fun and easy banter. If you're a fan of that kind of thing, I think you should mash that subscribe button. And frankly, if you're not, then maybe that's on you. And fuck you. (laughs) (laughs) All right. All right. All right, we're back. Dave Ruff in the building. What is up? You guys need to calm down because it's time for the Combat Sports Minute. Calm. We need to chime for that. Yeah, if we're going to do this like once a month, we could we could get some kind of music or not maybe. A ch- like a, something intense though, you know? Welcome to the Combat Sports Minute. Not like heavy metal guitar. I'm pro heavy metal guitar. There's like a quick 20 seconds of somebody just headbanging. And you know what? Let me let me air a grievance that involves Micah, who doesn't have a microphone. His uh, initial video from On It, which they crushed, by the way, they changed the music. It was some kind of like speed death metal, and now it's just like a little bit more of a safe metal, which I, I like the original. It just seemed a little bit more hardcore. A little bit better for the cage fight. But that's my unsolicited criticism. You are a hipster cage uh, exhibition. Micah video fan. Yeah. The original was better, man. I was ground floor. Yeah. On that video. In that Slack group. In that Slack group. Love being part of the committee. Oh, you like the video? That's great. But the original was better. Yeah, I mean, it just had more character. But yeah, I, you, I get why they did it. More mass appeal. You'll never see it, but like, uh, trust, trust me, it was better. Yeah, it's fine. All right, we'll get into Micah's exhibition. But we'll get you. Uh, let's get get into uh, Jose Aldo. Is he back on the juice? Okay. He's never looked this good, and I mean just like aesthetically. He looked chiseled. He's not that old. He's in his mid thirties, which I mean, there's a few people in this room, not naming names, that are in their mid thirties, and we look great. Dude, he's thirty one. He's not even. Mid-30s. He's thirty one. Yeah. <laughs> he looks Dude, way older. Though. I guess because he's had like twenty eight thousand fights, it seems like he's thirty five. But he's thirty one. Okay. Even though he's 31, he's I don't think he's ever looked this chiseled. I'm not throwing out any accusations, but I'm 31. People say the same fucking thing about me. Well, you got a basketball hoop in That's your yard. That's true, now. I did. You've been dunking. That's I'm also going to get on steroids. I have to say that if anybody in this room who if they got on steroids, it would be the most noticeable for you cuz you're like 6 foot 8. If I injected steroids directly into my calves, it'd be a noticeable difference, yes. That'd be tight if you could do localized steroids. It would, right? I would definitely do them in my calves and probably... Your ass. Probably my buttocks. I'd just put them in my ass. I think mo- the majority of men would probably do their calves. I just, get get, wagon? I just want to get thick Yeah. with two Cs for all the ladies, and then I want to shake my wagon. That's it. That's, that's all the, I want. That's the dream. It is. How long are you That's really what you want to do? You just want to shake it? Forever. Like a Polaroid picture. So you know who Aldo beat, right? Noted, uh, who the fuck are you, Jeremy Stevens? He is the original, who the fuck is that guy? Who the fuck is this guy? We're yeah. all familiar with that. I still watch that video on random mornings when I'm tired. I'll go pull up Connor's greatest hits from press conferences, and that's one of them. Probably the best. It's nothing to get you woke up like Connor McGregor just ripping another man's soul out of his face with words alone. Because you could tell he genuinely did not know who the fuck that guy was. He didn't. He really didn't know who the guy was. But turns out that guy was Jeremy Stevens, who's actually actually legit fighter in that division. He's and, right. um 
You're a little bit more out on him. Than I'm a little I am. more sour. He's on exciting. Him. He's a he's a power player. Um, he's got a, a great right hand, but gets I don't knocked know out with body shots. Did y'all see the video? Nah, I bet on Aldo though. Oh yeah, we talked about this. We were waiting on our table at Matt's El Rancho. It's about sixty feet from a TV, and at one point, Dave looked over my shoulder and he said, "Ooh, Aldo, Aldo won." And I was like, "Oh, cool!" I won. That was a huge win for Aldo too, because he he's lost back to back fights by knockout by Max Holloway. Max so. Holloway, he'll never beat Max Holloway, but I mean, Max Holloway's top five fighter right now. So, uh, yeah, Aldo, dude, it's one of the most vicious body shots you'll ever see. He just crumples the kid. The he, dude, you can see crumpled. the dude's soul leave him. Oh. Like his face, Micah. Can you pull it up? I, I kind of want everybody to see this because I, I just think that it's worth watching. A good... it, watching a, a watching somebody get broken by body shots is is more painful than watching a knockout to me. Because you're like you're watching ribs get cracked and broken. You're watching their fucking leg get shattered. It's like you it, know they're gonna crap themselves later. You know, yes, and you know eventually this is them laying in bed, unable to move, peeing blood, probably peeing right? blood. That's yeah. a liver shot. Yeah, dude, you can't. I believe it, the kidney shot is the blood one. Like watching I somebody... Think it's all blood, homie. <laughs> Before you came in here, we were actually talking about the bloods quite a bit. Uh, Did you join? No, we're no, thinking, no, no. We're I considering. Love to, the, we're being recruited right now. <laughs> but really? watching that last shot where like you know the guy just goes down like, oh, I can't fucking stand up anymore, literally, is it's painful as hell. Yeah, it's one of those things you don't come back from in a fight. Yeah. Because it cripples tough. your entire body because I think your body just goes into survival mode. It, right. You just curl up in a ball. Yeah, and you just like throw up, piss, poo yourself. You just have a full body explosion. Yeah. At least that's how I imagine Man, it. Man, it has been a while since I heard somebody say full body explosion. We need to bring that back into the FBE. regular. Yeah, the regular diction. Full body explosion. A lot of people call it a rapture, but I've always been a full body explosion guy. The rapture is also a good name for it. I'm a full body explosion guy too. For those of you who are wondering, what's a full body explosion? <laughs> it's where you throw up, you puke, and you piss. The same time. At the same time. It used to be pretty commonplace on the uh, TFM Instagram. Yeah, yeah, it's typically the result of heavy, uh, uh, dangerous drinking. All right, we got this video pulled up. Yeah. Ross, what are you seeing here? Well, we got Ross one guy Dylan. who's... Dan, sorry. One guy's clearly whiter than the other, and they're, they're exchanging it? blows. Aldo is landing body shots on... Oh, God, his face. You can see it. See, that's the thing that's just like... This is Dylan's favorite part when the that's, guys... That's why I can't get behind this sport. Yeah. The ground and pound when when you get them down and they're clearly you know defenseless and probably well, knocked out and they get on they start hammer fisting their skull into the yeah mat. so he landed like a left hand on on uh, what's this other guy's name Jeremy Stevens on Jeremy Stevens and Stevens takes one step back and his face turns into the face of a man that you know is is going down He's his like, face looks like Zach Johnson's after the U S wins the Ryder Cup yeah. and he can't pop his champagne yeah and then Aldo. <laughs> Aldo did the take the L Fortnite dance as a celebration. You gotta uh, love that after the fact, which is that's for the kids, Dave. Hey, I think it's overplayed now. Hear more about that on Grand X Gaming, our new podcast featuring Ross and Jared. What a plug! <laughs> Seamless. Wow. That's why they bring me on. That's wow. why they pay you the big bucks. Wow. What else we got? Oh, we, oh, got, we got UFC two twenty seven. Did Saturday. anybody? Did you bet on uh, Eddie Alvarez Poirier? Poirier, not Poirier. I did. No, you uh, did. Yeah. I told you not to, I think, specifically. Yeah, I bet on Portier. Did you win? Yeah. It's Portier. It's not Sydney. Poitier. I bet on the guy whose name started with a P. I was up from some baseball bets I placed, uh, which is something that doesn't happen very often. And I was like, I'm just going to bet on these fights because I thought we'd be able to see them. We weren't. I kind of watched it from about 40 yards. I was, yeah, I was having to go through you. It was a controversial fight. We had um, allegations of a wet willy. Like, <laughs> legitimately... 
after the fight. So the first time these guys fought, it got stopped because of illegal knees. So there was no winner. Ah. There was a no contest. They fought, and it was a great fight up until that moment. So this was like the uh, the rematch, I guess you could say. And after the fight, Sapore wins. Uh, he accuses Eddie Alvarez of sticking his finger in his ear, which is a big no-no. Mm-hmm. And also, he did throw some 12 to 6 elbows, which are illegal when you're on the ground like that. What does that, that mean? The disrespect like, of a wet willy. Straight down. You like can't get much down. worse than that? You can't do it straight it's down It's very like demoralizing that. to get a it's wet like, willy. It's like worse than getting spat on. Dave, yeah. what is the... Okay, so you can't drop straight elbows... From twelve to six, meaning twelve up and o'clock down. to six o'clock. Yeah. yeah, and then you can't. What's the what's? How do you get the the knee call? What is that? Uh, what is it? If the guy has his hand on the ground, I'm gonna screw this up. If you can't, you can't, you can't knee a ground a grounded opponent in the head. Okay. And uh, it, it's one of those things where they have to go back to the tape and see if That's both hands are around. So, for instance, yeah. when when they that one ends up being no contest due to illegal knees. Is one guy getting need and then the other guy is they're both punished? Like why is this no contest? Shouldn't it just be the dude who well, threw if the, the guy in? gets knocked out by an illegal move, then nobody wins. <laughs> so it's a little fun fact. John Jones um technically has one blemish on his record. Um and it's because of that. He had a fight stop like that. no contest. Yeah, it was a no contest. He doesn't have any losses. Huh. Mm. Well the other blemishes would be uh cocaine related. Yeah. And, and, and other things. And other, other, things. other things, yeah. What would be the most disrespectful thing to do to a guy in an octagon? Like a noogie? Uh, no. somebody a noogie? Be, Ooh, yeah, really, yeah, noogie's uh, bad. It would be pulling his pants down and inserting yourself into him from behind. <laughs> well, That okay. would be the most disrespectful <laughs> thing you could do. That's assault, brother. Well, that's... <laughs> okay. <laughs> then let's, let's do one that's not sex. Uh, taking well, your dick out. that's not sex. That's something else. It's, it's sex. All of yours involve taking your penis out. Peeing on the other person would be very disrespectful. Yeah, urination would be very it, disrespectful. Is that illegal? Uh, uh, force, yeah, yeah. Pee, in the in the ring, you I can't think pee on your opponent. I dude. think a good old fashioned foot stomp would be disrespectful. Don't underestimate the power of a foot stomp in a street fight. Oh, a bitch slap. Well, Stockton slap. Mike and notes off Mike. The backhanded slap is di- very disrespectful. After putting a white glove on, yes, and then challenging him to a duel, yes, Ch- saying that they besmirched your honor, besmirched. I think just grabbing a guy and tongue kissing him would be disrespectful. You know what's weird, dude? Is like I'm not making this <laughs> up. Fuck? I'm not making this up. I legitimately just had the thought, like, you know, making out with a dude would be super disrespectful, and then I just didn't say it because I was like, this is too weird. Super hot though. And then you said it. Well, what does that say about the? He said tongue we kissing. Were, which... we were both thinking about that though. That's fucking weird, man. There's something wrong with us. Just two grown men, sweaty, in their underwear. Well, nobody would see that coming. Just two dudes in a podcast studio making jokes about guys making out. That's what we are. So UFC 227 is Saturday from Staples Center in L.A. We got Mm. TJ Dillashaw and Cody Garbrandt, the rematch. Uh, Former training partners at Team Alpha Male in Sacramento. That's where Sage uh, trains, so shout out to Super Sage. Oh, our boy. Hashtag Super Sage so he can see it. Don't forget that. <laughs> yeah, don't forget uh, that. First match, Cody <laughs> cracked TJ at the end of the first round, but uh, was kind of saved by the bell. And then Dillashaw recovered and knocked him out in the second round. It true. Yeah. Uh, yeah, this is a, this is going to be a dope fight. And I, I'm, I'm kind of pulling for Cody because I want to see a trilogy. Same here, but I, I don't see it. You don't? No. I, this is a fight where I w- if I was at Matzel Rancho and they for some reason had the pay-per-view on, I would tell Ross, don't bet this. Okay. This is tough. Okay. But he would do it anyway and he'd I probably win. I won't take that advice. Cody's an on it guy too. 
Cody is an on it guy. Our good friends at On It. Um, I know some of our guy. good friends at On It to my left say take TJ Dillashaw. Really? Yeah. Well, yeah, they're not going to tell you to take the other guy. <laughs> yeah, it'd be pretty weird if they were like, you know, TJ trains here, but no, he's no, recommending no. the other no, guy. No, no, he's Cody stick. trains there. They're oh, yeah, Cody. Me, take TJ. Oh, that's weird. Yeah. Then you probably should listen to him. <laughs> Interesting. Oh, really? That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Here's, here's the theory. Here's the theory. Hmm. They're trying to get more money on the other side, so the odds on their guy are better. They get less juice when they lay their bets. That's just the degenerate gambler talking. I love gambling conspiracy theories. They're my favorite. I don't think Onyx guys are like huge gamblers. I don't know. They don't seem like the type. Don't know any. The only one I know is to my left. But yeah, this is the most excited I've been for a fight probably since probably since Connor. It's a good fight. Between who? These two genuinely don't like each other. TJ and uh, Cody Garbrandt. If you want a little background on this, there's a, there's a uh, Joe Rogan experience episode. Thank you, Micah. From about, oh, I don't know, seven or eight months ago where they had um, Cody on. He had Cody and uh, Uriah Faber, Team Alpha Male Leader, on. And they talk about this. And this is before the first fight. And you get a little bit of background. It's pretty good. But um, you got this. And then you got Mighty Mouse. You do. Fighting uh, Henry Sahudo. 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 It's another rematch. Uh, Sahudo is a former Olympic gold medalist in freestyle wrestling. And obviously, Mighty Mouse is a lot of people consider him the best pound for pound fighter in the world right now. Who? I guarantee there's not anybody in this room that really knows much He's about Mighty Mouse. He's fighting the cartoon character Mighty Mouse? <laughs> yeah, it's going to be interesting. <laughs> Weird. Uh, Demetrius Johnson. Okay. 27 2 and 1 in his career. He's uh, like the greatest fighter you don't know about. Sahudo's 12 and 2. It's because they're, they're, they're tiny, tiny men. They that's, fight at 125. That's a tight label to get the greatest fighter that no one knows about. He, he Phil, is very small. If Phil from uh, Phil Battaglia, who works here at Grand X, if he were to fight, he would fight in this division. Yeah. That's a little division. Yeah, and, so Mighty Mouse knocked out Cejudo first round back in 2016. Uh, a lot of people are saying this could actually, this entire event could set up for a super fight between Dillashaw and Mighty Mouse, if Mighty Mouse goes up in weight. Is yeah, there this anyone... was supposed to happen, but uh, Mighty Mouse didn't want to do it because I don't think he wanted to fuck with his consecutive win streak. Is there anyone fighting this weekend that anyone has ever heard of? But, like that I would have heard of. You know what I'm saying? Uh, you should have heard of Demetrius Johnson. I've, I feel like I've heard of him. Yeah. But if you said pre-podcast, hey, Ross, what sport is Demetrius Johnson? And I would have guessed the NFL. That's fair. Just being honest. That is fair. No love for TJ Dillashaw or Team Alpha Male? Or I guess he's, he's not on Team Alpha Male anymore. That's Cody. No, I don't know who that is. Okay. Team Alpha Male sounds really lame. It's going to be a good fight. It's better than Team Beta Male, I which I tried to get the, started. but That's the team I would like to be on, Team I, Beta Male. It's not too late. It's, it's never too late. Uh, got a little news from the boxing world. So uh looks like instead of uh, Anthony Johnson, Deontay Wilder, we might get Tyson Fury, Deontay Wilder. Now, you guys know who Deontay... We talked about him before. He's a dude who had that crazy knockout about yes. a year ago. We watched it in here. Yes. He's um, kind of an unorthodox boxer, which makes it interesting because, you know, Tyson Fury's like the 6'10 white British dude, dude right? who is a... He's part of the traveling community over there. He's a traveler. So he might say a gypsy. He's a gypsy? He's Brad Pitt in Snatch. Yeah. He's uh, he's kind of wild ass. Petty was he Irish? No, I don't think he's Irish. It's for me, ma. 
That's kind of how he talks. You like dogs? You like dogs? This will be one of the better shit-talking fights you've seen. Like, and what? it'll be crazy because they both have unorthodox styles. So this will be good. Is he, gonna six, is he legit 6'10"? Is he going to wear Perry with blue shorts? Listed 6'9". 6'9". 257? That's, a, oh, that's a large man. He, he's uh, kind of got soft body. He's not like a chiseled specimen like Anthony nope. Johnson. But or Deontay Wilder. I like the soft body guys. Can you you can't knock out these <laughs> okay. these guys are like blockheads. Okay. Yeah. It's very hard to knock these men out. Yeah, he beat one of the Klitschko <sighs> brothers, and that's kind of what put him on the map. And then he's kind of he's had some battles, a little trouble with mental illness. I think he's been pretty open about it. All Who time has name. It? Who has it? All time name. <laughs> hey, man. Tyson Fury. It's a great name. Tyson Fury is a great name. He was I think he was named after the the great Mike Tyson. I have heard great of him. Great fighter Mike Tyson. We have so talked great about on the other we, stuff. We, we actually started the show Mike, with Mike Tyson. Yeah, we talked we about talked Ray. about Iron Mike. For about 20 minutes. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah. Mike had called him the most well-liked rapist in the world or something. Uh, well, I mean, uh, there's a conviction there. Yep. Sure. Yep. So. yep. Yep. We touched on that. Who's the... All right. We won't get into this. No, but... Uh, <laughs> the least liked rapist in the world? Is that what you're going to ask? <laughs> I don't know what I was going to say. Yeah, let's just not. Uh, let's get into uh, Micah's, Micah's exhibition. His oh, what? yeah. His exhibition. You need a mic, Micah? What is an exhibition? I'm going to... You know what? I'm going to pass Micah, Do you want me to my microphone, microphone. See what I did there? Take his mic, dog. And then uh, he's going to talk to you. So I won't be here anymore. Goodbye, Ross. Bye, Bill. Thanks, Ross. This is uh, producer Micah. Hi, talk guys. to us about your exhibition. Yeah, uh, I am uh, going face-to-face with a professional cage fighter, a former Bellator fighter. It's, it's ironic that we're talking about this during the uh, Dave Ruff's Combat Sport Minute uh, in an exhibition. I don't think it's ironic. I think it's very, very fair. Very appropriate. Is this spontent? Uh, it's uh, I wouldn't say sponsored. I'd say it's a it's a co-branded event. Well, he said spontent. So. Spontent was the question, but no, I don't believe so. Oh, no, okay. Uh, we're having a lot of fun. I am training to uh, face a professional cage fighter in an exhibition August thirty first at Onnit. His name is Sean Clements. I call him the Clementine. Oh, yeah. burns, bro. I've fruit. been doing a lot of Muay Thai, a lot of jujitsu. <laughs> I uh, did some boxing this morning. You're slim and trim now, man. I you feel like I, I feel like a hundred bucks. Slim, and, thick uh, with your cute ass. There's, a, there's some bucks. pics on the on the gram right now of you shirtless. Yeah, you can follow. Uh, there's a lot of places you can follow along. We're going to be hyping this for the next four weeks, and uh, you'll get the best place to go is onit.com/slash/chump-to-champ. I think you can actually just go onit.com/slash/chump because I am the chump, and hopefully for now I will be the champ. Come August thirty first. So is there a title what do you on say, the line here? You gotta, What's going on? You got to promise it's the people you are going to so. be the champion. Look, I am the Battletoad but, uh, bad boy, and I'm coming for that ass. That's what you're doing. <laughs> you're coming for yeah. that ass. Yeah, this is the most homoerotic sports podcast in the game. Yeah, right Dave now. said you're a slim thick with a cute ass. So <laughs> with his cute ass. Uh, yeah. So I've been training, but if you go to onit.com/slash/chump. You can see uh, they filmed a, a five-minute documentary. It's kind of like for the UFC fans out there, uh, the UFC Embedded series. There's going to be four or five parts of that. The first one is there. It is a very funny video. Dave uh, alluded to it earlier. Uh, you can also see the tail of the tape and some photos of me flexing. See some additional photos of me on my Instagram, at Michael Weiner, M-I-C-A-H-W-I-E-N-E-R. We are gearing up for uh, the greatest exhibition in the history of this great sport. I would never promote any kind of like online bullying or harassment, but if you guys want to go follow his exhibition opponent or partner, you can do that. Uh, it's it's at Sean B. Onnit. That's is it. Is that right? Yeah. O-N-N-I-T, I think. Yeah. 
Go follow him on yeah, Instagram. On it, be, he might be private still, but just, you know, if you want to go back onto his previous Instagrams and comment and let him know what you think's going to happen, just comment. one way or the other, just do it. Comment Don't, the Battletoads coming for that ass. Yeah. Just saying, you could do that. Yeah, he'll be shook, surely. Yeah, it'll be. He's probably. So tickets are available. Uh, all of the information about the event is uh, is there at onit.com slash chump. I appreciate you uh, guys giving me this moment to uh, to examine the event. Please watch the video. You will enjoy it. I can promise you, you will enjoy the video. And uh, follow along. Follow me on social media. The only other thing I'd mention is we have a new podcast that is being launched Friday. You can find it right now in iTunes or wherever you listen to podcasts called Chump to Champ, uh, obviously. And uh, we'll have all the content that we talk about plus some additional stuff coming out every Friday, launching this Friday in August. Thank you. So, Dave, yeah, thank you for joining us for your combat sports minute. You got anything you want to say about uh, your Rangers being just just fire sailing the entire team? That's how you rebuild, baby. That's all I got. <laughs> hey, and that's I'm pretty, I'm pretty fired up. You know, I, I love Cole. I love Diekman. I love Kella. But, man, got to build up those uh, farm systems. Got to get that cash considerations. Hey, uh, player to be named later. I was Yeah, Micah, go ahead. You know, the only other thing I was going to say is if you don't know what on it is, Here's a great chance to check it out. Onit.com slash Grandex as well. If you go there, you automatically save 10% on everything they sell. Products uh, like uh, food, uh, <laughs> supplements. They have a workout plan on it 6. Onit.com slash Grandex. You can get a free trial of, of Alpha Brain. I'm currently braining my fucking balls off right now. Seriously? Yeah. Your boy is is jacked on the brain. Balls are off. Ooh. And then after you go to Onit.com slash Grandex, check out Onit.com slash Chump and uh, watch my video. Thank you. Wow, he is totally jacked on that brain. Man, that was something. And before you wonder, is there a chance we get back into this segment that Dan was trying to introduce before Micah gets <laughs> back into on it again? The answer no, is no. He no longer has a microphone. That's not possible, I assure you. We are now, we have moved on. Are y'all going to talk baseball? We're talking baseball and right Dave, now. And Dave, I'm with you. That's You want to stay for the baseball? The only move is fire sale. Oh, yeah. You have to burn it to the ground. Stay for baseball, And then bitch. rebuild from the ashes. This is how I hold the bat. You, you guys can't see it. You want to talk about America's pastime, boy? I do. I, I want to see if you have any Ken Giles takes or if you want to leave him some parting words. I will not miss Ken Giles, obviously. I think he's he needed... The closers, professional closers in the sport of baseball, sometimes just need a fresh start in a new franchise. And that's no one has ever needed a fresh start worse than Ken Giles, who legitimately... Got to the point where he was punching himself in the face while walking off the diamond. And closers are in there. Closers are a different breed of people. They are. They uh, baseball players in general are. Then closers are the most extreme version of that. And Giles is a head case. He's a fucking lunatic. He needs to go play some baseball in Canada. Uh, maybe spend some time with some more relaxed Canadians. Do they have legalized weed up there? If Toronto, they do? actually. Yes. He needs to smoke something. Whether smoke something, bitch. Yeah, exactly. That's exactly what I'm smoke saying. Smoke them if you got them. That's not what I'm saying. I'm saying smoke something, bitch. Thank you for the other option, though. It just <laughs> Giles. Giles. He, he. He's. Fuck. He was awful. Every time they bring Giles out, you just be like, Oh God, the, here the it is. Most underrated sports accomplishment of the last decade is the Astros winning a World Series in multiple nail biting games with Ken Giles as their closer. Yeah, it was. Uh, <laughs> it really don't get enough credit for overcoming. The fact that Giles was the closer in a, during a World Series run. 
And it turns out the guy we got in exchange for Giles, Osuna, who I know nothing about. I only know players on the Astros. Uh, I don't know players on other Major League Baseball teams until the playoffs come around. I know, like, for example, I know a lot of the Yankees. I know a lot of the Red Sox. I know a lot of the Dodgers because those are the teams we played in the playoffs last year. That being said, I don't know any of the fucking uh, what? Are, who do they have in Toronto? The Blue, Blue Jays? Jays. I don't. I don't know any of the Blue Jays. Now know I know one, team. a former one, Osuna. <laughs> And uh, turns out this guy has some serious abuse allegations under his belt, and he's actually currently suspended. Yeah, so baseball Twitter is very torn apart about this, and obviously, with the current state of uh, the social climate, we are no longer accepting of people that have these sort of charges under their belt. Unless you're the NFL, am I right? <laughs> oh man, you know what I mean. Like culturally, though, we're like Correct. people get really upset about this type of shit, and it's and it's this weird conundrum we're in where we're combining like morality with professional sports and trying to find the balance. Like, I don't want to root for a guy who beat up a woman or like hit a woman or abused a woman. So it's like I'm not really cool with this, but at the same time, I don't even know if he did anything wrong. I don't know shit about this. I don't know who this guy is. So. It's really, really weird, and I just wish that I wasn't put in a situation where I even had to fucking talk about it, frankly. Welcome to the life of a Dallas Cowboy fan. Yeah, it's what, what do you do, though? Um, and it's a lot tougher for baseball because, like, so you're this guy's a pitcher. Right. He commands the, the, the attention. The whole game, when he's on the it's field. It's his yeah. face. There's not a mask on. He's got a hat, and right. he's just right there. And you're you, like, oh, the, the, guy, talk about the guy who punched his wife. Yeah. Yeah, it's weird. Uh, like, when Geraldus Chapman takes the mound, I almost always make fun of him. I'm like, fuck this guy. He choked out his girlfriend or some shit. He's Dude, a he terrible like fired human. off a gun in his garage. Yeah, he, he's a terrible person. He's an incredible closer. Terrible person, which is a problem. And you have to decide, like, well, what do you do when it's when the guy, when one of these people ends up on your team? I'm just going to ignore him. It sucks, frankly. man. I can't do anything about the situation. So I'm choosing to pretend he's not on the Astros Meanwhile, for the like time if, being. If a dude gets busted with pot in his system, I he mean, gets, how many games is he sitting out? Yeah, like it's, and, it's and, such and trash. It's, it's fucking weird, dude. And it's, uh, you know, I don't know what, what else to say other than like, hey, man, don't break the law uh, if you're a professional athlete because you're making it weird for us as fans. Definitely don't hit women. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Well said. Yeah. I know. I follow you. Yeah, it's tough. I don't. I don't know. Man, I don't know what kind of reaction this dude's going to get. People are already like, like it's when he's, twi baseball Twitter, like Houston Astros Twitter is a is a fucked up place to begin with. Like once you've won a World Series, like once your franchise becomes meaningful and every moron on Twitter feels like they have something to say about it, your sports team's Twitter is just destroyed. And then you have something like this happen. It's, it's, I've completely disconnected from Astros Twitter as a result. It's a fucking mess. I don't people, want anything to do with it. I think last year people were behind the Astros. They were all in. Right. Because, I mean, it's a likable team for the sure, most part. Sure, very likable guys. The leadership is all very likable. Altuve is likable. Team that Correa, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Yeah, Verlander. Like three years, four years. Verlander, good story. And this year, I think it's gonna if they be make weird. a run, it's going to be weird. It's going to be a little people weird. People are going to – they're not going to let them live this down. There's actually – I hate to plug another blog, but there's actually a pretty good Deadspin write-up about this. Oh, yeah. And how, like, sports writers are handling it. It went up yesterday. I don't know who the author is. But what was the argument made there? She just It's something about um, how sports journalists, baseball writers are turning... Like, they have to be... They're turning into psychics for this. Uh, meaning, because, like, they don't really know what happened. Uh, and, like, it's just showing showcasing a bunch of tweets, and it's a lot of the different takes and right. talking about it. And 
how it's being handled. It's yeah, actually it's, a good read. It's an awkward situation, and I honestly don't know if we have figured out as a society like how to handle shit like this yet. We, we clearly haven't, and it's it's just awkward. I, anyway, enough about Astro's trouble. Yeah, I mean, other than that, pretty underwhelming trade deadline. Bryce Harper did not get dealt. Dude, he wasn't going anywhere. No. Right. What is what is the deal? Why, why wouldn't they so, deal him? I'm so sick of hearing about he's, this. He's a generational player. He's going to leave, You though. think he's going to leave? Yeah, he's going to leave. They're going to back <laughs> even, that truck Even up. if he wasn't going to leave, they can bring him back after they trade. You know? they're, still in, they're still in it, though. His value is never completely been lower, out of the race. Eh, they're kind of out of it. Yeah, he's hitting like 210. He's hitting 220. He, it's like the worst season of his career. He's he's leaving after the season. Like He has no value. Where's he going? Probably the Cubs, right? Well, he, doesn't, oh, he doesn't have much short-term value. Right. Shout yeah. out to the Cubs rolling uh, Darvish and Hamels out there. Yeah, Cole. My I'm boy. all in. You know, I've been to I've been to Fenway. So have I. I'm Wrigley. Wrigley, I'm sorry. You, mean, yeah. you saw the old covers? Yeah. Saw the covers play? I genuinely want to go back. Did you hang out in the game. Ivy? No, we had dope seats behind. We had like, dope home, ass like, seats, uh, man. First baseline. Oh, it must be nice. It was quite nice, yeah. I've done both. I've sat and well, not first baseline, like front row. When did you go? I went with my family in 2010. Oh, Sam Bowen? Well, he was one of the members of my family that was there. Yeah, sure. Shouts to Deb. She was also there. That's great. Anybody want to say my dad's in Steve? Shouts to Steve. Steve. was there, too. Yeah, that's Big everybody. Stevenator. Now, now we've named them all. Uh, those were the other people that were there with me, and we, we sat like right field. Uh, it was badass. And then I went for a bachelor party a couple of years ago, and we did the whole sit on the, the fucking stage buildings behind the yeah. stadium thing is that tight? that was fun as hell that was really cool they were both cool but uh, i'm sure sitting you know first first baseline yeah that is was probably tight. cooler cole, yeah it was awesome yeah yeah cole hamill's last game as a philly uh before we traded him to the rangers uh he threw a no hitter in wrigley it's true yeah. and i apologize to my uh chicago fans up there I, I did i did screw up when i called it fenway um i'm not braining right now so I'll go reload, and we'll try this again later. That's fine. <laughs> <laughs> See, last night, though, uh, with Bryce Harper, the Nationals put up 25 runs on the Mets. That's some embarrassing shit. They had, wow, I believe they had... It was 25 to 1 at some Like, at nearly point. as many hits as their pitcher had thrown pitches at one point or something like that. It was fucking ridiculous. Like, just, just an absolutely embarrassing ass-kicking. I missed that. Yeah. It, it got runs. to the point where they start just... Putting position players on the mound. Like, oh, that's always the best. Yeah, those are fun. They should probably have the ten run rule, dude. That's yeah. if you're a player in one of those. That's people, fun. Don't, people don't realize. Like, if you're a fan, you can just get up and go home. You're like, this is fucked, and you just leave. If you're stuck out there, and the game's been over for like six innings, and you're you still have to play it out, that's a horrible feeling. That's do, terrible. Do you have like a childhood sports moment where you just where you got your ass kicked so bad that it's just kind of like ingrained in your head? Huh. That's funny you say that. I yeah, actually wrote I, a call on this. I do. I got absolutely shelled uh, my second start as a starting pitcher. I got thrust into that position. I didn't want to. I can remember before the game, one of the dads came up, and he's <laughs> like, all right, these are the signals. This means curve. This is fastball. Keep in mind, this is Little League. What, you like, I had you, never thrown a curveball. <laughs> you weren't a pitcher, and they were like, all right, we're going to do this. Well, like I I was. I think I, they put me in there because I was I was pretty accurate. I didn't throw hard. I wasn't touching ninety on the gun. Okay. Uh, and I I don't know. My dad my dad helped out, and they're like, let's get Dave up there on the mound. You know he knows what Fuck he's doing. Yeah. I got up there. We played uh, OCBF, Oak Cliff Oak Cliff Bible Fellowship. Oh, and fuck. they absolutely shelled. Noted me. hitting powerhouse. By Holy the way. shit! Uh, 
if you're from South Dallas, you probably ran up ran up against them at some point in Little League, and they they it was just demoralizing. Dude, mine. Was I was a- just watching it just go off the bat, and it was like, dude, and the the dad's like, why aren't you throwing the curve, the splitter? I'm like, dude, because I'm nine. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, <laughs> I, don't throw, I don't throw a circle change, dude. You have I got one how, pitch, bro. and it's called over the plate. Yeah, yeah. That's a problem. Mine was also pitching-related, but I was a little older. I was like 16, 17, and it was against Bel Air in the Summer League. Oh, and noted we, powerhouse. Yeah, we were playing on a field for this Summer League game that did not have a fence. Bel Air is very good, and I didn't have my, my stuff on this particular day. <laughs> and they were just railing everything that I put over the plate. I, w- I think I was in for three innings. They probably scored like eight or nine runs. And many of these were what have to be classified as inside the park home runs because there oh. was no fence. So it would be somebody would just crush one like 350. And normally that just land in the stands and you all move on and they trot the bases. But no, this would roll for like another 150 <laughs> feet. It was so demoralizing. Jesus. And my coach was just in the dugout like screaming. And every pitch I threw, it was the same thing, just like watching it bounce off the bat. And I was just like, oh, my God. It was awful. There's no closure with that The inside the park home run. Well, because eventually what happens, like there's, you, you, you get pulled as a pitcher, right? The game's fucked. Your team's fucked. Everybody else has to play the rest of the game. And it's your fault. And then you just have to go sit in the dugout and think about what you've done. It's <laughs> did, terrible. And did you do the deal people, where you yell in your glove? Fuck! And then yeah, you just hand him the ball, he pats you on the ass, and you just walk off You toss off like crying. the five-gallon water cooler. Right, right. This is why baseball players end up so mentally fragile and, and fucked is because you have to spend way too much time inside your own head. Well, there's not a lonelier feeling than a pitcher who's getting shelled because it's, it's just awful. you, and you're the only one who's the there's cause nothing you can of do. what's happening. Like. Ah, fuck, I know what to do, guys. Yeah. Just gotta hope the coach just pulls right. you out. And when the coach comes the mound, out on the mound, he's like, hey, man, uh, stop. Yep. Stop throwing the ball right over the middle hey, of the Hey, can plate. we get some guys out, or what are you, what are you trying to do what up you, here? What are you doing, bro? What are you doing? It's not fun. Uh, baseball's fun, though. Dude, yeah. my team name sucked. I just remembered this. We were the Diamonds. Like, as in the baseball not in the backs? No, this sucks. Shine bright like I've been a diamond. Terrible. I've been on some terribly named teams. You know, it's too bad that that Rihanna song didn't exist then because you guys could have just blared that every time you took the field and it would have been cool. Oh, I mean, yeah, we, we, were, we weren't blaring music when we took the field. Oh, okay. On our AM, FM radios. Yeah. <laughs> God. Sports, man. Sports, All right, right well. You guys got anything else? Or? You yeah, gonna, we, got one, we got one more baseball note. You don't want to hang out anymore? No, I do. It's fine. Okay. One more baseball note. Uh, it's called, oh, that's interesting. The Seattle <laughs> Mariners have a ERA of 4.01, which is 17th in the majors, and a slugging average of .411, 13th in the majors. They've also scored one less run than their opponents this season and have yet, and yet they still have the fourth best record in the league. Uh, that, that is as of yesterday. So despite... Sucking dick, they're fourth, the fourth best team in the league. <laughs> That's a good way to put it. Despite, <laughs> despite sucking dick, fourth best team in the league. They keep, they keep That's on. That's been all of us though. In spite of the slobbing that they've done. <laughs> Wait, is this a new segment? Oh, that's interesting. Yeah. I like that. Uh, <laughs> yeah, they're like, what? They're playing the Astros right now. They're like five games back. Yeah. They're not going to catch the Astros. I really hope not. We, I think we won last night finally. It, we've had a rough two weeks. I think my every single important player on the team is injured now. Yeah, it's amazing how much easier it is to play the Astros, as the Rangers found out uh, over the weekend, when um, Altuve and Correa are not playing. Yeah, and now Springer's out too. Springer's just, out. Yeah, he got hurt last night. That so stinks. Things are just 
really just going well. Yeah, it's a tough time, but I mean, like at the end of the day, you still won a World Series last season. So no matter re- what happens, and I know Astros Twitter is going to they're I, entitled now, just, and you, you got to win it every you year. You disconnect from Astros. It's Twitter. like, dude, you, you want it? Yeah, it's okay. fucking awesome. It's there. It's a it's a win win situation. You make the playoffs. Obviously, that's very important that you make the playoffs. But then what happens from there? It's like that's just all part of the fun. Uh, victory lap, really. And then our second note for oh, that's interesting. Manziel starts Friday for the Montreal Alouettes. Mm. Alouettes. Alouettes. I would argue noted franchise yes. that is actually not interesting because Manziel is so fucking boring to me at this point. This dude. Yeah, this dude. Oh, man. Really move my needle. I don't. What is this? I don't, care I don't even anymore. know. Is this still Canadian football? Yeah. Yeah. Correct. Football in Canada. He was just traded, wasn't he? It's a yes, bummer yes, because I love Canada and I respect the Canadian people and they just deserve better than like us trotting our, you know, F-list celebrities out there for them to humiliate with... What, you know, it's any, comeback season. Can though. you even... Is he putting wa- up numbers? What's he doing up there? <laughs> That's the what end. I'm saying. Can you even watch one of these games? No. I don't think he started. So you can probably the, find it on Periscope. Actually, I think yeah. you can find it on one of like their web... The no, the, isn't like the, TSN like a channel web? that people get? <laughs> on the internet. The Ethernet? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I don't know. I'm just Manzel. I understand that he's become a a like phenomenon that we have to talk about. But no, I mean the, the point so, of the segment is just oh, that's interesting. Oh, we can, I, we can it, move it, on. It is interesting. Okay. Yeah. So, Dave, thank you for joining us. Thus concludes the combat sports minute. <laughs> all right. Thanks. That was great. Yeah, we'll get ready for too. next week. That's all I got. <laughs> <laughs> all right, we'll get ready for next week. Cool. Wow, thanks, Dave. Okay. Thank you, Dave. Super duper. Uh, now let's get into mascot of the week. Hey, wow. my favorite. This is my favorite. <laughs> this week we have Wooshock, uh, Wichita State's mascot. Wooshock. Wooshock. Have you? Uh, what are you familiar with this? Are you familiar with this mascot? No. I'm not. I'm, uh, I'm looking it up. Yeah, look him up. That's that's him right there, Dylan. What? It's what legitimately is it? spelled right. W U. This is one word, W-U, capital S-H-O-C-K. Yep. Uh, the creature has been mistaken for a French fry, a pencil, a celery stick, and a sunflower, but Wooshock is a human-like shock of wheat. It looks like the elephant man. A shock of wheat? Kansas is America's leading wheat producer, and the Shocker's sure. nickname is derived from the Wheat Shockers. This a is shock the- is a bundle of wheat tied together after the harvest and before the threshing, ah. when the edible part of the crop is separated from the shaft. I've got a picture here of uh, Wu Shaft throwing up the the Nazi symbol. Oh no! And I'm, I'm sending it to Dan. Wait, show me. That's terrifying. Uh, I mean, you know, he's probably waving he's doing or Hal something. Hitler? But when it's a frozen photo, it's Wu Shaft doing the high. <laughs> oh, that's beautiful. And it's just not, not what you want. Uh, the Wheat Shockers was first used in 1904 when a football team manager making up a promotional poster needed a nickname. At the time, many football players spent their summers working in the wheat fields. <laughs> This is so fucking dumb. What? Why does this lore even exist? Who documents this? No idea. Dude, I respect schools that choose mascots that are the opposite of intimidating. I don't know why. It, this thing is scary as shit. This is a nerd. This is a. This. It's wheat. What do you mean it's scary as shit? It's wheat. It. Look at it. Its face is terrifying. Yeah, but you're not like, oh fuck, here comes the wheat. <laughs> He's hideous. He's a woo shock. Uh, at different times over the decades, woo shock has resembled a scarecrow and an extraterrestrial. Other versions had a more human face. He was and still is a bizarre and terrifying mascot. At one point, a sidekick named Wee Shock what? was introduced to, att- to attempt to a more family-friendly image. Wee it looks Shock, like, like, there a, was like also, a smaller version? 
At some point, there was a puppet version called Wee Woo. Oh no! This is I'm looking at like all these different versions right now. I, never, I changed my mind. This, this is, is Wichita extremely State. Scary. Wichita State. Don't uh, they pound on T State? Probably. I feel like they pounded on us before, and I they been don't. Upset. I don't believe they have a football team. I'll they pound are on uh, you, Bill. Exclusively basketball. Oh, uh, holy shit! <laughs> holy shit! These photos. I'm t- uh, man. I'm gonna send you all these, but these are these are fantastic. Here's one of him in a pumpkin patch picking up a pumpkin, uh, looking directly at the camera. I'll, sh- I'll show it to you real quick. He oh, is that, a scary dude. That is a scary. He's a scary face. fucking looking dude. I take man. back this a little is, bit what I said. I might be Wu Shock for Halloween this year. No one's gonna know what the hell you are. Nobody knows already. Uh, Bob Dylan, yes, that Bob Dylan, once called Wu Shock, quite the terrifying sight to see. If you get Bob Dylan to comment on you in any way, that's a win. That's a win. How the fuck does he know about Wichita State? Where's Bob Dylan from? Where was Bob Dylan when they were like, "Hey, Bob, what do you think about Wu Shock?" And he was like, oh, it's pretty terrifying. <laughs> the Hurricanes, great it's, song. It's pretty terrifying. You ever seen Michael Bob agrees. Dylan recently in concert? It's not, it's not great. I've heard he's lost it. Bob's alive? I can't really hear him. Yeah. He huh. kind of mumbles. His son Jacob, of course, the lead singer rapper? of wall, the Wallflowers. <laughs> Wait, really? Yeah. Yeah, Bob Dylan should definitely uh, rebrand Dylan. as a mumble rapper. Bob Dylan's son is the lead singer of the Wallflowers. Jacob Dylan, yes. I did Correct. not know that somehow. That's weird. That's on me. I'm sorry. Listen to Hurricane. Great song. By Bob, not by Jacob. Fuck Jacob. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah, Hurricane is a great song, though. Uh, so, yeah, that's Wushak. Any, uh, any closing thoughts on this mascot? Uh, it's a legitimately uh, I, good... I, this is a good one. It's a good Halloween costume. I'm, I'm like, I'm not fucking around. This is... Dan, Dan, How are you going to sure... track down this costume, dog? What I'm going to do... Is send Are we gonna Dan, make it? Yeah, I'm gonna get. I'm gonna make it. I'm gonna send Dan all these photos of uh, Wu Shock that I've compiled over the course of this segment, and he will share them with you all on your on our social medias. How about that? Is it deal? Exciting! Wow, he got that to look forward to. This You're, photo right here is not a good look. That's that Nazis. No, it's not good, Dan. It's not good at all. Not good. Uh, we got a hotline. It's eight zero zero three nine two six three four four. Once again, that's 800-392-6344. Uh, we got four calls today. Uh, Micah, go ahead and play those. Hey, guys. This is uh, Robert from Mississippi. Uh, I was just calling in. Heard about the uh, the okra segment. Just listened to it. Uh, and, man, I got to say, you know, I don't go to DSU. I go to Mississippi State. But I got to say, can't really be knocking on DSU too much now. They're, they're a force to be reckoned with and. uh and Division Two athletics. I believe they won a couple of natties in baseball. Uh, I don't know about football or basketball. Also, Dan, you said that John Grisham went to DSU. He did not, that I know of or have ever heard. That is totally false. I don't know about the CEO of UPS or whatever else you said, but I know that John Grisham did not go to Delta State. I don't even have to look that up. Uh, he went to my university. His undergraduate studies, and then he went to law school at Ole Miss. Uh, so that's false information. But you can't be knocking on DSP too much. You, know, you got to give them some credit. They got they got a couple nannies, uh more than my university. So just wanted to call in and give that perspective of someone from Mississippi. I know it does sound like an 87% acceptance rate. Does sound kind of uh, suspect, but fine university over there in Cleveland. It's, uh, it's the jewel of the Delta for sure. All right, guys, great podcast. I, I I respect the uh, when you call us on our bullshit. Due well, diligence. Let's uh, let's call the caller on his own, own bullshit. 
Grisham actually did go to Delta State. He went to Northwestern Mississippi Community College. Then he went to Delta State. Then he went to Mississippi State. You know what I'm excited for is the call next week when someone else says again that he didn't. Shouts to intern Luke. <laughs> and we for, just go uh, back and forth on this forever. Intern Luke, little little heat check there. He 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 did his research and. Uh, Are you sure about this? I, I trust intern Luke. Yeah. I don't. Yeah. Like, I don't trust him at all. So yeah, went, Grisham went to Delta State before he went to Mississippi State. I'm I'm sticking to that. Somebody's ass is on the line here. We could probably research this, but I mean, I'm not going to do it. I'm Someone, not, I'm not, I'm not no, no, I'm Someone not probably could. <laughs> no, I mean, the caller is not even going to do his research. John Grisham? Well no, yeah. thank you. I will not be researching that. No. Next call. Hey, backdoor cover. Uh, I still listen to the podcast just for your commentary. I you know you guys have trash sports knowledge, sports knowledge, so take that with what you will. Uh, my question is, what do you think of the – Texas A&M Aggies ring, alumni ring, that all those boners wear around uh, even after 20 years after they've graduated. All right, thanks. Bye. Well, one thing you have to understand about the Aggies of Texas A&M is that they are a very strange people. It's basically a cult. They do things their own way, and they don't care what we think they about don't care their rings. Think. Um, they know we think they're... I'm not a, I'm not a class ring guy. A university ring guy. No ring guy. I um, spent a substantial amount of time trashing this concept very recently. I can't remember where I was. But, but Aggies sure do fucking love those things. There's, it's uh, As a guy who has a lot of Aggies uh, in his family tree at this, at this point. It's I've noted. Got both my brother and sister-in-law, all three, my dad, both his brothers, my both grandpas, a lot of my cousins, fucking Aggies, they're everywhere. And class rings are just the worst thing about the Aggies. There, there's a lot of things that are bad about the Aggies, but the the class rings are the worst, and they've forced. Well, nobody forced, but they 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 influenced my alma mater, Texas State University, uh, which does not have any notable football history or tradition to speak of, other than getting drunk and swimming in a river. They they have attempted to emulate this. Oh. With their own class ring tradition, they've tried to get off the ground, and I've got boys who have bought into that, and it's shameful and wrong, and it's just, stop, man. Fucking stop. That big-ass, gaudy, gold ring. You look like an idiot. You do this, look like an idiot. You look like the jock from high school who can't let go. Yeah. If I see a grown man wearing a Texas A&M class ring, I just assume that I'm not going to connect with that person. Like, I just kind of, I don't write them off immediately but i kind of write them off immediately <laughs> like i i just we're not gonna we're Is not gonna have you, much to say I, to each i've other. never agreed more with you, Dylan, you know what i mean on anything that i agree with you on that thank you it's not even like a step above a high school graduating ring it's the same shit honestly i think a high school ring makes more sense because you're a child and you don't know any better and you make bad decisions but the the, the grown man wearing the giant aggie ring isn't for me i don't i'm not trying to like hear about this at Thanksgiving or whatever, so just keep it to your fucking self if you're, you know, Here's another upset. thing about Texas A&M that some people may not know about. When you enroll at Texas A&M, you go to this before class starts, you know, as a freshman, you go to this thing called fish camp, and they bust you off to a camp, and they teach you, like, all their rituals and their chants, and they teach you, like, what it means to be an Aggie. And then you come back several days later, and you're just a brainwashed... <laughs> Freak for the rest of your life. For the rest of your life. <laughs> so you drink the punch. That's, this is real. They have it's called fish camp, and it's strange. 
All right? It's <laughs> fucking weird. No one else does it. Why are y'all doing it? Just chill out. They drink the Kool-Aid. And just for some clarity here, like, Dylan is a Longhorn guy, so clearly I he is. He has extra beef with the Aggies. I'm not. I don't I, give a fuck about I the I don't Longhorns. have any beef with the Aggies, I but just I think it's straight weird. up know the Aggies are weirdos because I've spent, I've spent a lot of time around these people, and they're fucking weirdos. That's all there is to it. And look, I'm weird as hell. They can say the same thing about me, but I don't have a big dumbass ring on. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I wear other dumb shit, but did, uh, not a dumb, big, dumb ring. There thank, it is. Thank you. Next call. Hey, back to Recover. This is Connor from Anaheim. Um, I was wondering what your guys' take was on the new Anaheim Ducks jerseys. They got that throwback Mighty Ducks logo, but a black body, some teal shoulders. I think they're pretty tight, but I was wondering what you guys think. Anyway, have a good day. Well, I have not seen them. Anytime you bring the Mighty Ducks logo back into the fold, it's a good de- good decision. Good choice. This is what they look like. Let's see. When did they announce this, by the way? I didn't know they got rid of that ever. Yeah, they went to like some really so that's- shitty D, and they went to a really bad color scheme. Oh, yeah. oh they duck- had the fucking D-looking puck flying through the air-looking yeah, thing. That was, yeah, that was this- ass. I wish I could commend them for this, but it's kind of the obvious move, is it not? Like, how how the fuck did they ever go away from this? I didn't know. Like, the, yeah, yeah. This is obviously the That's right the move. move. It's much cooler. Yep. Next call. Hi, this is Devin calling from downtown Toronto, Canada. I thought I'd let you guys know that we don't have fucking accents, and also, uh, you guys sound pretty fucking stupid. You know what? It's been about a hundred degrees for the month of July up here, so. You guys need to check your facts on Canada. Anyway, bye. One thing I will not do, sir, is check my facts on Canada. I don't care. What was he upset about? That we made fun of their accents. You have accents, dude. Yeah, for you to say you don't is pretty stupid, you stupid idiot. You have accents. You sound similar to like what we what we hear in Minnesota or North Dakota or whatever. Like you have an accent. It's it, not bad. You just but you have one. Yeah, own you, it. You you have to understand the thing about accents is. You don't hear it because you have it, right? Everybody else does. Like, people from uh, New York, if they hear me talk, they might think I have an accent. And that's that's just, like, their opinion, man. It's not uh, it, it is what it is. You don't just chill out. Also, just a bad call. That wasn't very good. That was a bad call. You could do better, I hope. Uh, Look I yourself have, in the mirror, reevaluate, get back to us. I got nothing but love for Canada and the Canadian people and everybody up there, our brothers and sisters up north, but that was a bad call, and, and you need to be called on your shit. I, just like maybe sometimes we need to be called on our shit. What did we say that was wrong about Canada? We said it wasn't hot up there, which apparently it touched 100 one day or something, and he... Dog, Dang, who cares? Do you, do you have any idea what real heat is like? Nah. You couldn't stand it in this Texas kitchen, so stay out. Yeah, bitch. But for real, if you ever want to come visit, I'm, I'm down to hang. I'm not. <laughs> uh, all right, guys, that's the show. Uh, make sure to subscribe on iTunes. Uh, rate five stars. Leave a review. Let's let's build this brand. Oh yeah, uh, answer that damn survey. What's the URL again? Survey. Survey. Grandex Media. Dot dot grandexmedia.com we'll How about love that? Your input. Uh, Give us your information. Yeah, Social Ross. security number, all of it. Penis size, all that's on there. Bank account information. No, really. Your just, mother's made a name. It asks you things like, which podcasts do you listen to? And I don't know. I have Again, I haven't, I haven't seen it. <laughs> but thank you for participating in, in the survey. Yeah, uh, make sure to follow Ross at WR Bullen on all social media That's platforms. That's correct, sir. 
Okay. And Dylan, where can they find you? At D Shivery, C H E V E R E R E. Cool. You can follow me at Dan Regester on Instagram and Dan underscore Regester, R E G E S T E R on Twitter. Uh, that's the show. Uh, we'll see you next week. Okay. Bye.